I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Of all time. Hello and welcome to the friend zone, the first recorded friend zone since, uh, well, not in the stream, but for Tim and I, we have walked free, uh, largely unscathed from our three and a half year art project, the worst idea of all time. Tim, how are you? I'm good. See, it's a little bit tricky, isn't it, with these podcasts? It's uh, this is coming out before the last episode. In some ways, it's kind of cool. You know, it's it's adding a bit of juice to the finale and how prestigious that episode is. Or something, I don't know. Undoubtedly, I look forward to that last episode coming out. I remember <laughs> not a lot of the details of the record, but I had such a good time. We'll it leave it with like... you, folks. We came in pretty hot. We had a few beers before. We had a few beers during the watch with our lovely friend. And then we had a few beers during the show itself. So uh, you put all those beers together and it equals more than one. Less than infinity. I actually thought it was quite. It was quite nice. I mean, we certainly did a few beers, but I felt like, uh, oh, I'm not afraid to say this on the mm. record. Uh, I I went out in the middle to do a, a beer run, and I had mm. in my pocket a, a medical marijuana joint for my Good golly. I don't, you know, for my astigmatism, which I don't actually have, but for the sake of the story. You know the legality mm-hmm. of it. We'll say I do, and I had but a small amount of it. And I got to say, it turned the entire world upside down. How that marijuana is, you know, for medicinal use is absolutely beyond me. Unless, like you, I don't know. It's it's so strong. They it's grow so very strong. differently in California. That's for sure. They do they not mess around. Thank you for It sounds like you're in the the great outdoors. Guy, I am. Thank you for noticing. I'm in the nation's capital, Wellington, of God's own, and it actually might be quite windy, so apologies if the sound quality in this is fucking atrocious, but I wanted to get some fresh air. I'm staying at my sister's house, which is lovely. It's a beautiful day here, which is, um, I have to confess, kind of rare for Wellington, but, mate, life's good. Life's fucking good. I, um, I'm, I'm happy for you. They say you can't beat Wellington on a good day. Tim, can, can they, the day you're experiencing that. be beaten? Uh, it's slightly, probably yesterday, beat today so far. It's just, there's a little bit of wind and a little bit of cloud, but it I is am, a, just a gorgeous temp. I am picking that up. Uh, well, shall we kick this thing off with some of our wonderful uh, I would letters? Love it. I would love it if you would. 
Let's dive now, in. This one reads, Hey, it's Rob slash Jurgen again. I didn't expect to think of a new theory this late in the game, but Justin McElroy just blew the Sex in the City cannon wide open. We now know, and then just straight into it, by the way. We now know that the movie takes place in the same universe as the Transformers. Transformers, of course, is a franchise about robots from outer space invading and conquering the humans of Earth. But what mm. about a robot from Earth? Would he choose to side with his robot brethren from beyond the stars or protect the planet he's come to call home? In other words, what is Dick Bot's role in this war? I think he'd be the emotional core of the story. There'd have to be a lot more to make the movie over two and a half hours. Sunset, slow-mo running through the desert, racial and gay stereotypes. Wow, these franchises be- mesh better than I realized. But I'd like to present <laughs> my treatment for Dick Bot's arc. I call it, quotations, is oil thicker than water? In quotations. <laughs> I mean, obviously no, because it floats on water, but metaphorically speaking. Open on. Dickbot and Samantha having sex on the hood of a car. The same scene from the end of Sex and City 2. Can I just say as an aside here, I love it when movies start mm. at the same point as the preceding movie ended. I find it so satisfying. God, it's I'm so, so simple. Good. Samantha is enraptured, but Dickbot's face shows he's clearly uninterested. Their bodies turn translucent, and we see a wide wave pattern that peaks with Samantha's heartbeat. Superimposed over it is a much narrower wave that matches the fast-moving pistons that send oil through Dickbot's body. Once Samantha is climaxed, Dickbot walks away while contemplative music plays. Then he looks up and sees a spaceship fly through the upper atmosphere, heading west towards New York. He smiles. His time has come. I didn't intend that to be a How sex pun. How has come spelt? It's uh, C-O-M-E, but he, he has written, I didn't intend that to be a sex pun, but I'm leaving it in there. Nice. Later, a fight takes place in New York between Megatron and Optimus Prime, unless he's dead in this scene, then use a different Autobot until he's resurrected. (laughs) The battle is vicious, but eventually Megatron is driven back and quarantined on the island of Manhattan, Autobots holding Brooklyn and the other boroughs and shooting any Decepticons who try to cross the rivers. Megatron rants that he needs a Quisling, someone who understands humans, to manage the island so he can send all his forces at his opponents without fear of a human revolt. From camera left, enter Dickbot. Dickbot. I can be your Viceroy Megatron. Megatron. What is this? Another pathetic human come to grovel for mercy? Dickbot. I am no human, but metal and oil as, as I am no human, but metal and oil as are you, and I assure my content for them is far greater than yours. Megatron. I see. If this is true, then your services could be useful. How would you control these humans, Dickbot? It would be an easy task, except for one man. That is my price. You must help me destroy Brady the Rat King. Fuck yes. Cut to airport interior. Text appears reading Los Angeles International <laughs> Airport. We see panicked people running about, talking frantically on phones, arguing with towels, etc. Then the back of a man's head appears. We follow him as he strides purposely towards a counter whose sign reads LaGuardia, New York City. In his right hand is a MacBook Pro box. Later, we've seen the machinations of Megatron and Dickbot as they send thousands of tiny Decepticons into the sewers, slaughtering rats and forcing Brady to the surface. Now Brady, a swarm of rats behind him, and Dickbot face one another across a deserted intersection. The two are breathing heavily and battered. It is clear the next clash will be the final one. Voice. Wait! The camera turns to James Reed from the feelers, holding a MacBook Pro box. Dickbot. It's too late to beg for mercy, human. James Reed from the feelers. I'm not here to beg. A friend of mine got a little sentimental and wanted to give you a gift. He hands over the box. Dickbot opens it and inside is a USB stick. We see him hesitate, but his curiosity gets the better of him and he plugs it into a USB drive hidden under his hair. Admittedly, it's a little self-serving. 
The words echo and we see them transform into waves. And the waves enter Dickbot's ears and get narrower as they pass through his brain. My friend Cole realized the, uh, the reason why humans and machines don't get along is because we don't live at the same speeds, so we can't understand each other. We continue to see the waves get narrower as they pass through Dickbot's body. Robot's oil circulation is faster than human heartbeats, so we made a program that lets you hear our words at the speed of your heartbeat. In, in quotations. Now you don't uh, just hear us, you feel us. Brady, so you're saying you can now feel everything we feel? Dickbot. I can. I, I understand now. You're not just different from us. You're not just different from us, not just slower. I thought with the way you vaporized each other at Hiroshima and Nagasaki and a thousand other places that you were hopelessly violent. But your lives are as important to you as, as our continued existence is to us. We wish to live in peace, to thrive, and you want the same things, don't you? You deserve just as much as we do. Dick Bot looks up at Megatron, perched atop a skyscraper. And I won't let anyone take that away from you. Fights. Lots of fighting. Probably an hour's worth of explosions and tedium, but it ends with the heroes victorious and the Decepticons fleeing into space. Brady, his rats, and Dickbot are standing together on a roof watching the sunset. Dickbot. And so another day passes, but different than the last. After all our battles, I never thought you and your army would be my allies. Brady. No. Not allies. <laughs> we are your friends. Oh my god. <laughs> God, the end. Fuck me, that was really good. Thank you so that much, was, Rob. That was incredible, Rob. Man, that was so neat and so good. Such a complete it was, arc. It was better than any of the absolute horse shit that we just improvised over the course of our time. Fuck, that was cool. Good on you, Rob. I've I've really got nothing to add. I'm speechless. It was so good. Gobsmacked. Here's, um, here's a message, Guy. It says, Hey, Tim and Guy. I went on Stitcher Premium listening to Season 1 at the moment. I wanted to tell you how fun it is to listen to you stumble upon things like The Shining Light and Patty Schwartz Party Time. I just can't conjure the right words to do so because I made a mistake. I watched the movie. I should have listened. I didn't. This is by far the worst of all three films you did. I feel dead inside. You guys are insane. Oh, excuse me. There was a little burp. Uh... All right, that's it. Love the podcast. You've earned your freedom long ago. L-E-M-L-E-D. Live every moment. Blah, blah. Kiss. From Bram. Bram. Bram's listening on that bloody Stitcher Premium loveliness, which is where season one lives. And where season one will live for a little while. I got my dates confused, but I think it's there till like at least uh, August of 2018. And what are we? December 2017. Yeah. Ah, it remains, you know, uh, visible yet on the other side of a, a, an invisible line. It's all right. But the way to get over the line is to pay someone money. Stitch <laughs> it? Or how? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I think they're the same now. Um, okay. Hey, here's, here's something. Uh, bloody Andrew has sent us 25 God's Honest Dollars backed by the American government and he's written the following message. Hey, Dainty Tim and Guy the Mint... I don't really get that. It, it, guy the MTN dot. Is that mountain? Is that a contraction of mountain? Dainty M- Tim and Guy the Mountain? MTN. MTN dot. I don't know. Continue. I'm sending you one twentieth of a Patrick King because I love you both. But I think you're... But I think I love your cyst more than you, Guy. Miss Jesus. that Latimus fuckboy. Oh, grizzly. I've been listening for a while now and I'm not quite up 
so in the off chance you read this in the friend zone, I will get the great pleasure of hearing it in the future. In any case, I was just enjoying We Are Your Friends episode 33 where Timbo was in Kyoto and I was personally reminiscing about that magical city. How I recently got engaged there to the most perfect lass at the top of the Fushimi Inari Shrine, a very sweaty four mile hike that is not necessarily recommended after 10 miles of walking around other temples that day. Well, I was super pleased to hear that in the very next episode, Tim said he himself was engaged, and I was curious to hear if it was also in Kyoto. Well, I won't make this too much longer, but I want you both to know that you are the only podcast I've ever donated to, because I think I should support you to continue uh, to bring Kiwi pleasures to my ears. Those McElroy twits have enough support. Just kidding. You're both brave boys, good boys, and two of my favourite boys on the casts. Uh, keep up the great work and maybe I'll be able to catch a show of yours in my honeymoon to New Zealand next year. If you have any great travel suggestions, I'm all ears. Kisses, Andrew Zimmerman. Andrew Zimmerman, I say to you the same thing I say to anyone visiting New Zealand. Rent a car and drive the fuck around the perimeter of the South Island. You will not regret it. Yeah, that's no gag. That is going to be a beautiful experience uh, for you. And Andrew, it depends when you're there, but hopefully... Uh, it will fall during, you know, uh, a prosperous time for New Zealand comedy, which is commonly known as the New Zealand Comedy Festival, around April, May. So uh, keep an eye out on There's the internet. around with there. Absolutely. I got, I got something for you. Hold on. And let me just answer this question as well. Yes, I did get engaged in Kyoto. A beautiful place to get engaged. There, yeah. What a what little quinky dink. Indeed. I also looked up MTN. Uh, mm. It's a mobile telecommunications company based out of Johannesburg. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so am I. Dear Tim and dear guy, long-time listener, first-time caller. Fuck, I love that turn of phrase. You're right. I'm the year caller. Go ahead. I, I used to listen to a lot of radio sport when I was younger, and a lot sport of the people would, back, huh? would call up and say, long-time <laughs> listener. So, sometimes I wouldn't... That's a... A nasty little cough you got there. Oh no, it's all good. Don't you good? worry about that. Yeah. Okay. yeah anyway, I used, to, I used to love it. I called up once when I was like 13 and got really nervous. I wanted to say long time listener, first time caller, but I was too nervous. I forgot. Anyway, the radio is an incredibly nerve wracking medium to interact with when you ring. You ain't kidding, man. It's terrifying out there. Dear Tim and dear guy, long time listener, first time caller. I first heard about you guys when checking out Death Blart and was, to put it politely, fucking flabbergasted to hear two Kiwi voices alongside the McElroys. <laughs> I immediately checked out the project and got up to date as fast as I could. I'm 17, living in Auckland, and identify as gender non-binary. And I just wanted to say, it's been genuinely amazing to hear two Kiwi comedians doing such a long-running series and managing to make so many gut-bustingly funny jokes without resorting to making women, transgender people, or disabled people the punchline. And while it doesn't sound like too hard of a task, it seems as if a lot of comedians in our country have a bit of trouble talking about anything other than that or rugby, which you've also <laughs> done a tremendous job of avoiding. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if I had my way with the podcast. Uh, I continue. Anyway, it's especially amazing hearing an apology after what happened with the Wachowski sisters, considering the amount of people claiming to care about trans issues who stoutly refuse to apologize for misgendering people. The atmosphere you boys create with the podcast is a warm, welcoming one. And as a teenager who's had to deal with all the struggles of stupid teen drama, mental health issues, and gender stuff throughout this year, I want to say, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for helping me and countless others, as evidenced by the Friend Zones, get through the garbage fire 
that's been 2017. You're good boys, you're brave boys, and most importantly, you're boys who aren't afraid to be themselves and encourage others to do the same. You're doing the Lord's work. I'm an atheist, th- though, so perhaps that means <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> P.S. If this makes it into a friend zone before the series wraps up, say my name as my Facebook name isn't my real one because what kind of masochist would publicly broadcast their thoughts as a teenager <laughs> on the internet? Yours faithfully, perhaps the most intelligent 17-year-old I've ever heard of, Kenny Rogers. Well, that might just be the perfect message. It took yeah. us, uh, what, 62 friend zones? That well, we was, made it. That was the most uh, wonderfully heartwarming message and sentiment, and I am so glad that you find the podcast a, a delightful, sunny refuge of comedy. Um, yeah. That's so sweet. Thank you and so absolutely much. absolutely our intention. Kenny Rogers. Uh, <laughs> I hope I life's mean, good, Kenny, as well. I tell you what, high school's a bag of dicks, and I don't think people tell teenagers that enough, but... Um, you can get you can get mixed up in the head sometimes when you go to high school and uh, you think that life's always going to be that hard. Fucking isn't, man. You- this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Get out of there. You can choose who you want to hang out with. Yeah. High school is fucking garbage for a lot of people. It gets better. Also, I was a huge fan of uh, Islands in the Stream. So, you know, it's it's Kenny Rogers' song. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. You fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here is a message from Stephen. Greetings, Tim and Guy. If you end up reading this on the friend zone, my name is all yours. In that case, here we go. His last name is Krotzing. Krotzing. 
I just seen over a few dollars of card <laughs> hold that. I love you already read out half his name and then he's like, You can say my name and you're like, Yeah, well fucking what's up? Here's the surname. <laughs> I just seen over a few dollars of car- cold hard American legal tender in an effort to help you gents down the right side of the checkbook after your final the worst idea of all time tour. Although I can't make it to any of the shows, I wanted to make sure I fired off a message of support and encouragement. Your positivity, support for one another, and general cheery nature are appreciated more than you may realize. My girlfriend or I are in the midst of a challenging move from Chicago to San Francisco and your familiar and hilarious band has been a regular way for us to feel more at home in our new city you're good boys you're supportive boys and you're positive boys you are ever uh, if you are ever in lovely San Francisco and need to be whetted please consider this an open invitation best of luck with your next endeavours Stephen P.S. some time ago you read part of the Wikipedia page of Roy C. Sullivan, the fellow who was struck by lightning seven times. But you missed my favourite part. Quote, Sullivan turned to his car when something unexpected occurred. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal trout from his fishing line. Sullivan had the strength and courage to strike the bear with a tree branch. He claimed that this was the 22nd time he hit a bear with a stick in his lifetime. Unquote. <laughs> the man is a legend. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I guess, I was going to say, who keeps a tally of how many times you hit a bear with a stick? But as someone who's never been close to that situation, I can't speak to how Well, I can. The answer is Roy C. Sullivan. Look it up. Um, Stephen, in terms of your move, man, moving towns is hard sometimes. Guy's going through it right now. Have you got any advice for Stephen? Uh, yeah, man. Get out of the house and go put your phone down and just go for big walks around the neighbourhoods. It'll make the town feel uh, both massive and also kind of yours and accessible. It truly opens your mind. You feel much better for it. That's good advice. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've been, I've been, I, ho- I, I've been running sorry, hot and cold uh, since I moved here and sometimes mm. I feel like I've made the best decision and sometimes I feel like I've, uh, I've, I've really blown it. But... <laughs> Uh, ultimately, you know, it's uh, no one forced me here, so all I can do is do my best to enjoy it and uh, know that the the parts that make it hard at the beginning are what are going to make it feel even better when I uh, sort of love it entirely. What a phenomenal attitude! Think about Guy Montgomery as you don't always know there's turmoil going on in there because he just slaps a big old smile on his face the whole time, so you're none the wiser. Yeah, it's true it's <laughs> and <tricky>. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Hello from Chicago to you brave and wonderful boys. Just wanted to extend my gratitude for the many hours of entertainment and laughter you've provided to all of your listeners slash friends. Your dulcet tones. Tim, I'm going to pause it here. I would love yes. to know the dictionary definition of dulcet. Mm-hmm. Sweet and soothing. Lovely. Uh, often used ironically. Well, oh. fuck you very much, Jeff. What the? You don't need that. Dictionary.com, you son of a bitch. Get in you, your lane. Yeah, I reckon. That is such good shade from the dictionary. God. Your dulcet tones really helped me through my last gruelling stretch of grad well, school. Well, a guy can ask you this. Do you think it's used ironically in this context, or do you think it's genuine? Such is my hubris. I assume if anyone refers to my tones as dulcet that they are being sincere. Nice. And I refuse to recast my imaginings because of, you know, the immediate Google return for the word dulcet. Your dulcet tones really helped me through my last grueling stretch of grad school, a truly stressful summer of job hunting, and now on my long commutes to and from work. Hey, way to join the workforce. Anytime I'm hey, talking... Hey, congrats to... on that. No mean yeah. feat in this economy. 
in this economy fuck I can't, oh man I, I cannot credit the tweet but I have to tell you I read one the other day I wish I'd retweeted it I don't know why I didn't but it was like you know that song my neck my back my pussy and my crack yes the tweet was just my neck my back my pussy and my crack in this economy <laughs> and it fucking leveled me anyway it really didn't get you Anytime. Sorry, you guy, can I tell you what happened? It cut out the the internet connection, so you disappeared just after this. I think you were right ramping to the punchline, but I will never know. So, <laughs> this is the beautiful poetry of how we do the friend zone, you know. Oh, that's true. I guess you won't. Well, I hope until I listen to it. I hope that someone uh, at home laughed along. Anytime I'm talking to people about podcasts, yours is always the first I mention, and cannot tell enough people about how great it is. Best of luck in all your future endeavours. May Brady the Rat King watch over you as you join Coffee Guy on whatever adventure lies ahead, preferably with something other than Zakoli's garbage song as your soundtrack. Jeff, feel free to say my name if this makes it on the friend zone. Jeff. J E F F. It's Jeff. Fuck, I love a Jeff. I love a Jeff. I don't have enough Jeff in my life, actually. I could do with a little more Jeff. Well. I just gave How many gifs have you got over there, guy? In my life? Yeah. Oh, not a lot. I uh, think we all need to um, maybe ramp up the uh, Jeff quotient quota. I don't. I'm. I'm just going to check my phone. How would you spell? It? Would you go J? I've got one Jeff in my life. Would you go J Dude, or G? I used. I used to be a big believer in um, exclusively G Jeffs, but I've really come round. I think it's horses for courses at this point. They're different names, though, I'll tell you that. Jeff with a J is a, is a guy who turns up at the Christmas party with a very loud shirt, and he'll probably have two too many drinks, but it's pretty harmless. He just gets a bit loud. Whereas Jeff with a G, um, he keeps it on the fucking straight and narrow the whole time. But you'll have a very deep, intense conversation about yeah. something that's going on in the news with him in, in a side corner for like 10 minutes, and you'll have a bloody good time doing it. And if it Those goes well, Jeffs. he might say... Hey, you should come around to my place for a for a meal sometime. My uh, yeah. my wife Margaret, uh, she does the best meatloaf, and you'll say sure thing, and you'll go around there, and then that's when he really comes into his own. He's got a fantastic range of whiskies that he'll share yes. with you. Yeah, he's got Both. um, a, he's got a really really beautiful dog, like probably a golden retriever with those kind of coats that you're like, this is the pelt of an Adonis. I, it, it's shiny like the sun. When I was on my walk today, I petted a dog, uh, just like the one you described. It was outside of a store by itself, and I offered it my hand, right. as, as, as one is encouraged to do. And uh, I tell you, I gave it a good old roughhousing, and I mean that in oh. a very sort of affectionate sense. We had a good, good little moment. That's great. How good are dogs, eh? They are good. <coughs> Were you going to put another one in the chamber? Because I've got one here. Uh, I... You go ahead. Here we I've go. got more, but you go ahead. Dear Guyana and Tim Tim Skira, I think I've mispronounced that because I don't understand the reference, and I apologize for that. Um, brackets, this one's not a bit of a downer. I wrote in a couple months ago concerning my wife's possible breast cancer and looking to solicit some good vibes from the friend zone. I can't tell you how uplifting it was to hear your kind words at a time when my wife and I needed it most. Well, I have good news and bad news. The bad news is that after many mammograms, MRIs and uh, bi uh, biopsies, 
we discovered that she did in fact have breast cancer. The good news was that it, didn't, it hadn't spread further than her breast and that a mastectomy would likely resolve the problem. My wife, ever the optimist and super interested in mythology, started looking into the legends of the one-breasted Amazons, awesome, as she was about to join their ranks. Setting aside the nonsense about them being immeasurably violent and savage, we instead focused on their strength and all-round coolness. She even got round to finally watching Wonder Woman and loved it. Now that surgery has come and gone and the pathology reports have come back all clear, all that remains is a restful recovery. I can't thank you enough for all the times you kind boys have kept me in your company in various waiting rooms, doctor's offices and long drives. You're sweet boys, loving boys, you're tall boys? And for that, I thank you. I know this journey through insanity is winding down, but I wanted to get in how much you Kiwi knuckleheads have meant to me before the last friend zone came and went. Breast of luck. And feel free to say our names, Tucker and Rain. P.S. Don't think I'm not excited about the, not, uh, the next Till Death Do Us Blart. I look forward to hearing what that rascally maybe ghost lane has been up to. Oh my God, you guys are really pulling on the heartstrings this time, I tell you what. Uh, Tucker well, and Rain. Yeah. Um, that is a, a hell of a journey that you guys have been through and I'm uh, so glad to hear that you're, you're getting the all clear and um, fucking it sounds like you two have, have got a wonderful partner in each other feels like there's a lot of love there and uh, you can't beat that that is uh, it's, it is it is good news the good news overrides the bad news so my congratulations uh, to both of you Tucker and Rain uh, and I also like Wonder Woman. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before. I don't even like superhero movies, but I had a heck of a time watching that. Oh, your bloody ally badges in the mail, guy. Oh, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't like the I didn't like the messages. I didn't say you didn't like that. the feminism. No, no, I liked it for the opportunity to hurl abuse at the screen. You gotta let me finish, you piece of poo. Hey, I've got mail. <laughs> Um, the timing. Hey, also, can I just congratulate Rain on having a great name? I really dig that as a name. Yeah, I like I like the name Rain. Fuck, Beautiful. it's like a contest between us now. Uh, g'day, Tim and Guy. <laughs> I've been a big fan since season one, and while I'm excited to see where you boys place your talents next, I'm sad to see this bizarre journey come to an end. Oh. Or is it ending? Mm. Tim. On Friendzone yeah. 20, you said you'd like to see someone continue this format of watching the same film every week. So two friends and I have decided to do it. Uh-oh. You inspired us to get into podcasting, and we've been doing a show called Get Your Hands Off My Dogcast for the last year. However, your call to arms has convinced us to give this insane experiment a go. So with your blessing... We'll be watching the film Bad Mums 2 once oh. a week for oh. the next year of our lives. You oh. absolute fucks. God, that's that good. Is a That is a spicy one. I saw the poster for that and the thought occurred to me that Bad Mums 2 would actually be um, an incredible choice for a worst idea season. Oh, uh, my word. It, oh, Sorry, keep going. We've done our first watch and have released our first episode. We've titled the show... The even worse idea of all time, which, while grammatically incorrect, seems the only appropriate <laughs> title. However, if this is breaching your intellectual property, we'll change the name, if you wish. We know you have expensive lawyers on retainer, and we're but three <laughs> broke boys living the dream in Wellington, New Zealand. If any worst idea listeners want to keep their fix of listening to Kiwi Boys watch the same film every week, we'd love it if they came along for the journey. We're very aware we're dancing in the shadows of Titans, 
but we wanted to experience what you brave boys have gone through in the last three years. Thanks for the years of solid content, lads. Very excited to see what you get up to next. I've linked our podcast below, and they have. It is called The Worst Idea of All Time. Uh, w o The Even Worst Idea of All Time, sorry. W-O-R-S-E. And they've sent an iTunes link and a link to it on Omni, who is Beautiful. the same hosting platform we use. Uh, and that one comes from Jamie Owers, one of the co-hosts of the even worse idea of all time. So for anyone, I mean, there's no, I, without meaning to be disrespectful, Jamie, as someone who's just walked free from this project, there's no way in fucking hell I'm even going to delve into what you boys, I mean, I'm just, I feel so free right now. <laughs> and the idea that someone else has just yep. walked into the room we've walked out of is like simultaneously really funny to me and quite confusing and depressing maybe. Uh, anyway... <laughs> I wish you Someone's all the best. The ca- it's like you got you got locked in a, in a sauna and you were dying in there, dying of dehydration, and then someone just opened the door and we like peeled ourselves out of there, collapsed on the floor, and they're like, all right, see ya, and then locked themselves in. Um, <coughs> An yeah. interesting thing to follow along. Maybe we can make a whole podcast network of people doing this format. <laughs> it's just like a dozen um, groups of individuals watching the same movie once a week. That'd be wild. What a thing. What is, Jamie, what? no worries about intellectual property. I invite everyone to, to grab this format. That's how art works. Do what you want with it. Um, guy, I might need to go because I'm in a very strange position where my leg has gone beyond falling asleep and now is in quite a lot of pain, and my laptop's about to run out of battery. Well, let's end this record abruptly because otherwise, uh, you know, you might lose everything, and that would render this entire conversation... Yeah. Redundant, uh, but this will not be the last friend zone. Uh, of course, we have the final episode to come out. So, if you have any more messages you would like to share with us, please do so at the Facebook page, the worst idea of all time, on the Reddit, which is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash twioat. Or, what's the email you get emails at, Tim? Um, <clears throat> people are sending them to mine, and I'm not sure where my email address is online, but um. I don't want to make it too easy for people. So do your homework. Do, do your homework, but it's out there somewhere. Yeah, it's not hard to find. Anyway, um, love to all, and to all, a good night. And the next episode that you're going to hear will be um, the final ever episode of The Worst Idea of All Time. We were joined by Matt Gawley, who is an obscenely talented and lovely and quite good looking um, but that's by the by uh, improviser comedy actor writer extraordinaire podcaster in Los Angeles so uh, look forward to that yeah. he'll be out very soon he brought a real sense of professionalism to the show he was a real joy to work with um, he was a real pro on set real pleasure on set yeah alright bye bye well, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time yes it's the friend zone Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.